Welcome back into another edition of Bearcat Rewind. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast as a special guest joining us from Northwest Missouri State Bearcat football, a defensive lineman from 2015 through 2019, and a two-time national champion with us. It is Miles Scott. Miles, thanks for coming on and talking with us here. Hope things are going well for you, and, uh, and Happy New Year, too. How are the first few days of 2023 treating you? Oh, it's been awesome, Matt. Um, just showed up to my first duty station in Honolulu, Hawaii, so little bit different than um, Maryville, Missouri, so still getting adjusted, but it's been great so far. Uh, 2020 was a great year. Learned a lot. Um, completed a lot of life goals, and so I'm excited for the new year. All right, well, set the scene for us before we get too deep into this, too. You're in Hawaii right now. You're at Honolulu. How far are you from the beach? Can you see the ocean? Can you at least smell it from where you are? Uh, I'm pretty much looking at it right now, Matt, so <laughs> probably, like, probably like 100 yards. Nothing too, nothing too far. That's not too bad at all. I don't want to make you jealous either, um, but I could walk outside right now to a cool 25 degrees, so <laughs> a little different. <laughs> a little <laughs> you know, different. You know those Maryville winters and that what that wind is like here. But um, yeah. But you're in Hawaii. Um, you're out there now, and um, you just finish up. You, you go through Army Ranger School. You're heading out to Hawaii to become a platoon leader. A lot has happened from the time that you were. You know, last on campus at Northwest Missouri State as a football player to now. Um, just walk us through it, through us of, you know, what brought you to this point? What made you want to go in and say, uh, I want to serve my country and, and go into the military like this? Yeah, so uh graduated um, December of 2019 uh, into 2020. 2020 was a rough year overall just for people graduating straight into. And um, I've always wanted to serve since I was um, basically a little kid, but... Uh, when Northwest gave me an offer out of high school, I feel like that was a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to play, you know, college athletics. And so I took it instead of going the ROTC route. So uh played four years at uh, Northwest. It was great. Learned so much. Made me the person I am today, and I'm so lucky and blessed for that. And so after I graduated, I applied for uh, officer uh, candidate school for the Army. I was accepted, uh, went in, went through the pipeline, uh, graduated officer candidate school, and once you graduate officer candidate school, you kind of can pick your job. So I chose to be an uh, infantry platoon leader. So from there, I went to infantry officer school, and then the last like uh, school for the pipeline for infantry officers is ranger school. So <clears throat> ranger school is the army's like premier leadership school. It basically puts you in the the worst conditions you can and makes you make a decision and stick to it and run a successful mission. So. Um, the attrition rate is about, about 50, 60% of people don't make it through the, uh, out of like 300, usually the graduating class is about a hundred at the end of it. So, uh, went into ranger school, um, basically just learned a lot about myself. Uh, it was always a life goal of mine just to go through ranger school just cause it's always so hyped up in movies and stories and stuff like that. So it really was a personal test. And so I went to ranger school, uh, the minimum days you stay there is 62. Some guys stay for 200 plus days some days guys go six to and through i was there for 90 days so i had a little bit extra long stay but i just learned a lot about myself like when you take food and sleep away from somebody it really shows you know true characters because there's nothing comfortable about it so i mean you're all, you're sleeping on the ground you're outside even if it rains you sleep in the rain if it's 20 degrees you're outside doesn't matter you're sleeping on the ground um minimum we went to bed at 3 a.m woke up at 5 a.m no matter what you're walking all day. Uh, your backpack's around 80 pounds. You carry everything. So you carry all your water. You carry all your ammo, all your food. So it's really just like it's more of a mental grind than a physical grind because I feel like physically Northwest set me up um, 
especially in Joe Q, just the mentality that, you know, things can get a lot worse and you'll push through. So Northwest just set me up in the physical aspect, and I just basically learned a lot about myself, but I was able to complete it, and it was just, in my opinion, a great accomplishment for my life. It just gave me confidence to go on to the next step. That is, uh, that's awesome. And, you know, I knew going into this and, and looking some stuff up and, and Ranger School and what that entails, and I knew it was something like, that's intense, but then kind of hearing it come from you from this aspect of it, too, um, you talk about some guys can get out, boy, what, uh, just over 60 days, 62 days, bam, they're out and, and they're moving on. You're in for about 90, some guys there for 200. I mean, what is the criteria that you're kind of looking at of like accomplishing certain goals of like, once I check this box, I know that I've done enough to where I can get to the point of graduation? You you never quite know sure because it's all, the graders keep things secretly, how if you were going to get a go or no go on a patrol. So there's guys that think a patrol will great and you really get no go or you get recycled and you have to stay and do that phase over again. It's a little bit of luck, but at the same time, um, it's basically just um, skill. And it's, the biggest thing they try to harp on is just make a decision and stick to it. You know, a lot of people want to go through life making the perfect choices, and then they slow themselves down and they make the wrong choice because of that. But if just stick to your choices and just work through whatever comes through. So there's guys that, you know, they get lucky or they're just more well-equipped than other guys coming into the school. It just depends on, you know, each and every person is different. So um, I had to redo the first phase, which honestly helped me out so much because it was a wake-up call to where, like, hey, this is no joke. Like, I can't just breeze through this. So me recycling the bending phase helped me tremendously because I got to learn what I did wrong, and then I took those actions, and I just pushed forward, and I was able to compete the other two phases without recycling. So you touched on there that some guys, everybody in life really so much, and I feel like we kind of see it more and more with the generational thing, and I don't want to dive into that either with um, up-and-coming kids right now. That's that's a whole different conversation. But we do. It's yeah. just about perfect choices and really don't want to have to go through and, and face some of that attrition and some of the adversity that just kind of allow you to build more character as an individual, whether it's ranger school or whether it's just you know something minor going through college. A lot of people don't want to go through that and say, I might fail. I might not be able to get over the hump, and this might make me look bad and long. I don't want to do it. For yeah. you to kind of set yourself up and say, from a young age, I kind of always want to do Army Ranger School, and I know it's going to be tough, but I want to battle through. Did you ever have any points to where you kind of sat back and said, maybe I don't want to go quite go all the way through to this point. Maybe I want to go through Infantry Officer School and then head a different route after this. Oh, 100%. I mean, when you when you slept 30 minutes the night before and the meal you've had is like some crackers, a couple bites of, you know, cold pasta, and it's raining on you, you question everything about your life. But you know in that moment that eventually it will all end, and eventually I'll be cozy and warm and AC in a bed. But you just have to understand that, I mean, the sacrifices now will better you in the future. So in Ranger School, I just took it just a day at a time. Like days were, some days are worse than others, but – if you look too far at graduation, you're going to drive yourself crazy. I think I just took it one day at a time, and that helped me tremendously. And the same thing at Northwest. Like, when you go through early morning workouts and you have homework and all that stuff, and all piles onto each other, just taking it one thing at a time, will just you'll get through anything if you take one thing at a time. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More information is available on Facebook or online at nwmissouri.edu foundation. And Clorinda Regional Health Center, 
offering support to Southwest Iowa and Northwest Missouri each day during times of uncertainty through a local team of providers and nurses. More information at ClorindaHealth.com. Now back to our interview with Miles Scott. So if we go back and look at your bio on the BearcatSports.com page, what the folks folks want to go back through, find the roster, it's right there. Um, it says um, kind of at the bottom as you're getting in, it said that your anticipated major was psychology. You know, a lot of us from 18 to 22, 23 years old kind of go through some different career paths and different things that we want to kind of focus on. You're not necessarily going through and getting your master's in psychology, but at the same time, you're kind of getting a crash course and a different angle of your own personal psychology and the mental game and everything going along with that. Was that still something that you did end up majoring in as you went through school, or was that something that just kind of stayed as a passion um, maybe outside of that? Uh, definitely. Um, I actually ended up graduating in criminology. Um, it was newly offered at Northwest, so I took it. Um, I've always wanted to work, even after the Army, I want to work for the government and in some type of three-letter agency. That'd be a dream of mine. Um, but I knew since I was young, you know, able-bodied, I won't be able to always do the Army, but the government jobs can come after. So that's why I prioritized just giving myself a shot, applying for officer school. And, you know, thankfully I was blessed and lucky enough to get in. And I feel like as a young man, I should get back to my country while I'm still young and able. So that's just the path I chose. Well, we're at a, an interesting impasse, too, I feel like in – early 2023 in the United States to where um, there is a lot of divisiveness when you kind of look up and down the country. For you as a young man to want to step up and say, you know what, I, I don't really care what you think or what you're voting for or what you're, you're really um, focusing on or harping on on social media, I still want to step up and, and um, serve my country in this way regardless of what these people are, are kind of saying over here. I'm going to step up and, and try to do my job to kind of be that force to protect for the United States of America. What drives you to that point of saying, you know what, we are the land of the free because guys like yourself stepping up into these situations and, and you um, put yourself up here like this? I think, I mean, in my mind, it's just like, I feel like, you know, the U.S. gave so much to me and my family that um, I should give back. So, I mean, my my on my mom's side, we're from Australia. So my dad's side is American. So I've seen, you know, different parts of the world and, I'm just so grateful to be a U.S. citizen, and I just I appreciate the fact that you know we live the best lives. That I mean, you most of us live the best lives you can on Earth. So I just wanted to give back, um, just do my part, and just um, not just go with the status quo of what everyone thinks because of media or anything like that. But I just wanted to set on my own path and and just be around guys that are you know like-minded and and just uh, you know good guys. So as we look at, you know, we're a sports podcast, always kind of talking about Bearcat athletics, and a lot of it, when we talk to former athletes, it comes around to Joe Q and, and the strength and conditioning program and what they do to have the Bearcats on the field, on the court, ready to go for whatever sport they're participating in. Whenever you think about going through and, you know, football practice and the heat and the humidity of Maryville and you're being part of a football program like Northwest with that big-time winning culture that kind of feeds into the attitude and the demeanor um, of what it means to be a Bearcat, now, this, I don't want to dive in too deep of like comparing what you're doing now to athletics, but are there some similarities to there's an expectations for me right now, whether I'm a Bearcat or I'm an Army Ranger school, and I need to rise to the occasion? Oh, 100%. Um, the things you do at Northwest are incredibly challenging, but, you know, the beauty of it is that you'll, you'll attend a Northwest um, athletically, in my case. Um, you'll go through all these hard times. And then, but once you get out, once you graduate, once you push through and understand that, 
you know, there's a standard to upkeep. So it, you hold yourself to it even after you graduate. So, I mean, when it comes to early morning workouts, that never stopped for me after I graduate. I still wake up 4 or 4.30 no matter what. It's just almost just like instilled in me that's a standard. And I think once you go through, like, stuff that is, you know, super hard and challenging at Northwest, once you get out and graduate, you know, life seems, you know, pretty easy because you'll have a lot less on your plate and you've understand that you've gone through way harder times and you'll just hold yourself to a higher standard of excellence, basically. So you're from Tampa, Florida. You come into Northwest yep. Missouri State. What brought a guy like yourself here? Because we've seen a lot of guys from the Sunshine State come in here to Maryville and, and have great football careers and go on to do great things. But it's a little bit different here. We kind of talked about that at the start with the weather in Maryville. What ultimately got you to Northwest? Um, just the coaching staff, um, especially Coach Wright. He was a um, defensive line coach and then eventually head coach uh, uh, my last two years there. But just the staff is just phenomenal. Coach Wright is as good as it gets when it comes to, you know, a personal coach and a coach on the field. Same with Joe Quinlan. Um, you become best friends with these guys throughout your time in, in, at Northwest. And it's just a blessing that I've been able to go there, uh, be around great guys, um, step out of my comfort zone, go somewhere new, uh, having to adapt to being far from home or the cold or anything. You'll, you eventually get used to it, and then you realize how blessed you are to be around these people because a lot of football programs, the letter programs, don't have near you know the coaching staff and um, the friendships you'll build at Northwest. Well, you mentioned being under Coach Wright as a defensive lineman. I mean, that is, that's his unit as well as, of course, calls plays for the defense, a, a co-defensive coordinator and head coach currently, um, but has been one of the best defensive coordinators in the country for years. But also that defensive line is perennially one of the best units in the country, regardless of, of where you are. It is always great up front. Can you tell us yep. what is the secret sauce with a defensive line that there is always so much depth and there's always guys ready to step up and, and plug holes? I think it's just the the right the kids rise to the standards definitely when it comes to defensive line, but I think it's just the attention to detail that Coach Wright places on it, like throughout film and stuff like that. It's it's the little things that make guys you know rise to the occasion or fall. So I think just the attention to detail and just the vast knowledge Coach Wright has about uh, defensive line play and how. He almost makes it the center point of the defense when a lot of other colleges, they'll just either slant the defensive line right or slant them left, and they just use them as just bodies, basically. But Coach Wright really focuses on, like, hey, the defensive line is the heart of the defense. And so when we were playing at Northwest, like, we made sure that no matter what, the other offensive line was getting bullied no matter what. So I think it's just that, just the vast knowledge of Coach Wright and then just guys riding to the standard and just stepping up. It's so cool year after year. It's one of those things that you just kind of hang your hat on. You know it's going to be like that, uh, one of those coach right, uh, coach defenses. Um, for you, you come to Northwest, your red shirt in 2015, the Cats win a championship, 16 step up there, another national championship. Overall, your career at Northwest, 61-8. and eight. Uh, When you look back at uh, those years here in Maryville, what are some of the first memories, some games that stand out to you? Um, I think when it comes to those, especially the championship years, like especially Cass Weidel, uh, Cass Weidel and Colin Bevins, those guys were, you know, great role models and leaders, especially to young guys coming in. And they taught us so much that we were eventually able to teach on to young guys, the next generation. Um, and they also just taught us how to be like just great teammates, basically. So, um, you know, those last seasons didn't go, you know, exactly how we planned to, but at the end of the day that 
you know, we went out there, we gave our best, and we were really a cohesive team. And those were all just from the guys prior. So Cass Weil, um, like I said, Bevo, um, Bolstead, all those, you know, Northwest legends, they really instilled um, cohesion, just great team play together. Because if one guy messes up, then everyone messes up. But if everyone has just does their job, then we'll be okay. So they really just harped on cohesion from those those 15, 16 years. We look at it, and of course, that winning culture, Northwest Missouri State, you step up and, and uh, a good career here with the Bearcats as well. A lot of wins uh, for Northwest Missouri State now doing off big things. Uh, before I let you go, Miles, I have a few more quick ones. Um, a little bit more light, but would love to get some, some good answers from you here. If you had one teammate that you can think back from your days of playing at Northwest Missouri State and pick them out from their prime, to go into Ranger School with you and they would come out successful, is there one of those teammates you look to and say, I think this guy could do it? Uh, yeah, 100% probably Jacob Volstead. <laughs> it's just, I feel like when it comes to that guy, nothing could phase him. So I feel like he'd be able to breeze through almost anything, you know, Ranger School could throw at him. It's funny because that was one guy, I'm like, that's a possibility that he might come up and say is Volstead. So I, I can see that <laughs> one there. I need yeah. to be honest on this one too. Can you bench, more, bench press more than Joe Quinlan? Uh, probably not because the few times I've seen him shirtless, he was always w pretty much way bigger than us. So I don't think I got a shot even with his old age. One of these days, you'll come back to Maryville. We'll put you guys side by side and, and let you go and we'll see who wins. Oh, I'm ready for it. I'm ready. I've been training. <laughs> uh, this Monday, Georgia versus TCU in the Division One National Championship. Who'd you take? Uh, I'm going to go with Georgia. Even though the defense got torched in the last game, I still think. Uh, they'll come back and have a better second game. Now, is this like one of those things that growing up in Florida, you're kind of an SEC guy? Is that what it is? Oh, 100% SEC all the way. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, and if you, there is, uh, this is going to be a little bit more, a little more serious, but kind of veering back to our main topic. You've been through some stuff. Uh, the mental fortitude that it takes to get to where you're at now is amazing. If you had one piece of advice you could kind of throw out to someone that could kind of let them know, hey, there's a lot more you're capable of than you're giving yourself credit for. Is there is there a piece of advice or something you kind of challenge folks to do? Yeah, just just step out of your comfort zone. I feel like for 2022, that was just my biggest thing that, you know, you know, pass or fail. If you just step out of your comfort zone, you're going to grow in some type of way. I feel like I've learned the most throughout my life when I failed. So. It wasn't always the wins that will keep you going. I feel like for the most part, just stepping out, being in uncomfortable situations and failing just provided me like the best growth I could ever ask for, honestly. Miles, I love it. That's awesome. I appreciate coming on and chatting with us here this afternoon. Um, of course, awesome what you do with Northwest Missouri State coming through, graduating a Bearcat through and through, um, but also just thank you for your service to the country and, and everything you put yourself through to get to this point. Um, Looking forward to uh, continued success and big things. Thank you. I appreciate you ha uh, having me on. That's Miles Scott, a former Northwest Missouri State Bearcat defensive lineman, a two-time national champion. Now, after graduating Army Ranger School, a platoon leader in the U.S. Army. Very cool to see what he's accomplished already and to see a guy like that come through Northwest Missouri State now serving our country. Miles Scott joining us here on the podcast. Thank you for tuning in for today's Bearcat Rewind. Thanks to our sponsors as well, Clorinda Regional Health Center and the Northwest Foundation. I'm Matt Tritton. We'll talk to you again next time.